0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: Today we're going to talk about doing hashtag all the things or rather not doing all the things, and we wanna, anyway. yeah, we want to kind of give you some space to holler at you in the way that we do best, and give you permission and let help you let go of some stuff. If you've been kind of trudging along your workspace and your day and your business and all of the things that are on your plate, really struggling with what to let go, feeling married to every department that you are ahead of, and not really seeing or understanding how, literally how you could give up any of those things, I think this episode might help you.
0: Girl, I used to be the person that not only didn't want to pay to give up things, but also was super intimidated and concerned with delegation. And I think it's been something I've had to work really hard to do because I used to be aware of everything (laughs) that happens in my business, every email, every social post, every landing page, every trigger, every ad, every everything. And our business got to the stage I mean, we had added people in to start taking over stuff, but I was still like even in the approval process of so much that I had to, if I didn't, I was going to slow down the business. I had to step away and I had to let more people, not just in, but giving them a level of trust with checks and balances. Because I do think there is a component of, I tried to trust some people, And that backfired in a really big way and cost our business a lot of money, and now I feel like I trust, but have adequate tabs on things so that if things aren't working,
1: they can be revisited
0: in a timely manner.
1: Yeah, but I also want to kind of touch on the headspace that I think is is honestly the underlying issue for a lot of people when even breaching this conversation, and the sense of. We all know, we can all admit it, right? Raise your hand, admit it, state your first name, that you wrap your identity up with not only the results that you're getting, but with also the addiction of learning new things in your business. As entrepreneurs, as small business owners, as creatives, that's what's asked of us from day one. So it's not your fault (laughs) that that happened and that you utilize that, Tenacity and skill set to start your business, build the foundation, and grow. Like it's necessary for a lot of beginning stages, right? You are going to be the marketer, the copywriter, the fulfiller of whatever it is that you're actually delivering. Maybe you designed your website or edited a template, like you're doing literally all of the things. Mm-hmm. And so we begin to become attached to those departments that we're holding. And they're so wrapped up in our identity that as soon as we can take it off of our plate by either outsourcing it and to a person, and that's a whole process of managing that task, learning to delegate, et cetera, Mm -hmm. But there's also a phase one delegation of using a a tool, a software, a system that
0: Mm -hmm. we talk about
1: all the time of that's kind of like what we think everyone's phase one could be to get a lot of stuff off of your plate. But I think, especially as creatives, specifically who are like, photographers, you're taking the picture, you're editing the pictures, you're delivering the pictures, designers who are coming up with the idea, they're making the thing and then they're delivering the thing, right? So many of us as creatives who have so many of our hands in, in every step of that process, as soon as we think to take something that off of our plate, all of a sudden we tell ourselves the story that that means we are less than of whatever our industry is. We're not a real designer. We're not a real photographer. If we can't Get the clients and take the photos and edit the photos and upload them and print the canvases. Like that's my job. That's what I do. Like if I don't do every part of that process, I'm somehow less than whatever my role is. And that's applicable for literally any industry that you are in. And I want to kind of just take a little pinprick to that balloon and pop that for you. I remember very recently we had a
0: conversation in our Strategic Academy coaching call where someone <laughs> was talking about all the things she was doing. And you could just tell she was working herself up being like, I do this part and this part and this part and this part and this part. And we talked about the opportunities to scale your business and the ways in which that can be done, especially as service-based owners. You can do the work and increase your prices And thus, create more revenue. Or you can scale via agency model, have more people in doing the work. That can be expensive. But one of the things I specifically said to her, and I think this applies whether you're hiring a person or you're utilizing a tool, I don't think it matters. But I need to remind you that you do not have to disclose that information to your end client. Because I think sometimes, for instance, if you're to your example, a photographer, if you said to your client, well, I don't do the editing, I pass that off to so and so that creates like a weird relationship with your client. But like, why do they even need to know that if your editor fits your style and works to your parameters why does it matter who's editing the photos? It doesn't. It doesn't. But we've worked it out in our head that if we don't tell our people that somehow we're like lying to them, which is total BS. But I would also say, similarly, in the design space, people get caught up on tools. Yeah, And the I
1: specific this- software you use to design is somehow this like measuring stick for your legitness. Right. Well, and I different. find that for photographers too, of what editing soft like if you're a Photoshop person versus a Lightroom person, that's a whole conversation in the photographer world.
0: Well, I think similarly, whether you're doing, like regardless of the kind of design, web design, UX design, graphic design, branding, whatever. If you're not using Adobe, mm-hmm. somehow you're not a designer. And then like people getting really caught up in how canva has changed the market and i
1: just want to taking jobs from designers abby no uh, as a (laughs) designer i spent a decade doing
0: design for clients and now love that we have the creative template shop that includes canva templates and As a designer, I use them
1: every day. I have a free lifetime membership to our own shop because, you know, I'm who I'm a founder of the company that made it. So perks. And I still paid money to a professional designer when I needed very specific branded elements for a website, graphics, etc., now I have a framework I can utilize those things inside Canva to make more of those items, but I am not a designer at, at heart. Like I don't I'm not going to make the whole thing here. I panic over what freaking colors go together. <laughs> so I get overwhelmed at the font choices that are available to me online. So I paid someone. I paid a professional. And you you don't get that, right? You don't get that service of someone who gets to know you and your brand and your voice. But you can get some collateral then. (laughs) Well, I just think there's this underlying,
0: regardless of what we're talking about, you accomplishing in your business, whether it's design, whether it's editing, whether it's managing your client process, whether it's, I mean, regardless of what the actual task is that we just have this absurd attachment to being in charge of it or managing it.
1: And I just want to just say that like, you don't have to do all the things. Well, and you know what this is reminding me of? So we're art school kids, right? And so there are definitely plenty of different mediums of classes that we had to take to get the degrees that we have. And I remember one of them specifically was a photography class. And it was I don't even know what class it was, but we were learning about a specific photographer. Her name's Cindy Sherman. Raise your hand if you know who I'm talking about. She's an incredible, incredible designer, photographer, a creative person in general. But the reason why she was brought up because the exact discussion, the like theme of that day was who is a photographer and who isn't. Doesn't count if you are a photographer, if you do not click the camera, if you don't click the shutter button on your camera, someone else does it, but you design the entire set and the stage and the storytelling of what that picture is, who's the photographer in this situation? So I remember very specifically at least one day, if not a week of an entire lesson of picking apart this woman's career on and it was a class divided. If she was considered a photographer or if she was considered like a set stylist and designer, because she was the model in all of her photos. She sets up the stage. She tells the story. She sets up the camera. Where's it going to be? Where's the position? What are the settings? She lays down on the floor, sits in the chair, does whatever. Someone else clicks the button because this was like pre remotes, right? And so it was a whole conversation of, is she a real photographer or not? And so I think without us even realizing it, we've been having these conversations of who's real creative or designer or this person or that for as long as we've been in the industry. Oh, well, and it goes back, even just like using that
0: as a specific example, I know that there was a big kind of hoopla and now this is really going to age me, <laughs> but the If someone uses digital images versus film, yep. who was the real photographer there? And now I think the debate today is, well, sure, you use a mirrorless DSLR, but does that person who uses an iPhone, are they as worthy of? Mm-hmm. And I think the same rings true for anything, whether it's software, a person, a tool, whatever. I think we have to, as an industry
1: get the fuck over.
0: Stop giving a shit about all this stuff that doesn't matter because, and I think what helps is if you remove the title from it. Okay. So like you could easily debate all day. Are you a designer? If are you a photographer? If, but what doesn't change is who owns the business. Yep. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to run a profitable and sustainable business as the business owner. And as you grow and evolve as a person, you will simply not be able to do the same things that you used to do. And it might be because you don't give a shit anymore. It might be because your skills have changed. It might be because it is more worth your time to spend it in this other area of your business. Those will all shift. But that doesn't take away the fact that you founded and started this business that is yours. And I think if we could get less caught up in the conversation of, does this make someone less or more than? We can focus on doing great work.
1: And at the end of the day, I don't know if it really matters how you get there. You're more, are you more married to hold the title that you think everyone so cares that you have? Or actually like building a business in life that you say that you want?
0: Well, and the funny thing is, I I hate to bring sex into it, but I really think... This is a women issue. A man would not give a shit if you changed his title because of the kind of work he was doing. He would care more about his profit, his bottom yeah, when line. When it
1: comes to himself, but men care way more about our titles than sometimes we care about ours. And it was a man professor who brought up the whole topic of let's debate Cindy Sherman's legibility. No, but I know that's what I'm saying. But, but I think about themselves, about themselves, a man would be
0: more apt to not get caught up in this converse, like debate with themselves. They might debate it about other people because men are men, but I think this becomes a like self-identity issue. Yes. Yes. I don't necessarily think there are women creatives out there outing other women creatives and saying, "Well, I don't think you're doing the right thing I in think your business." There are.
1: I think. I think there are in the space of of software usages, and I sure. that's what wanted me to bring this up because, I mean, spoiler alert: we have an entire freaking membership and huge part of our business that is capital T thriving that gives templates that are used in Canva for other people. We have a professional award-winning in-house designer who makes those things for other peoples to, peoples to use. And the shame around still that I'm just baffled is still even a thing of people using Canva who dare to call themselves a designer just is asinine to me. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your
0: business? For anything out there, like, I remember when Emily and I decided to adamantly, and things have changed since Emily owns a product shop now, but in the beginning, adamantly only use Squarespace. Right. I wouldn't verbally attack sounds more intense than I think it was but told on various occasions that our blog would never be taken seriously yeah. unless we were on WordPress or yeah. would never perform for SEO unless we were on WordPress. And I just want to be like, are you still in business? <laughs> Do you still blog? <laughs> are, you still, are you still getting traffic from I'm things you wrote today. five years ago? Because I am, and, I am. And the, t- the tool didn't matter. Right. The tool didn't matter. I think, Part of it is like letting go of this chatter that's happening in our creative space about little things that I frankly
1: think are pretty stupid to get caught up in. Well, and i say how many times if we had outsourced our photo editing, I would have taken clients for a lot longer than we did.
0: Yeah. Because I still sometimes think about, well, what would happen if we just brought it back and had someone to
1: go away? We now offer stock photo opportunities at Foss Project.
0: I mean, yeah. I could make a whole business out of it, Emily. You don't go just watch me. Go for it. No, I don't want to own a stock shop. No, thank you. <laughs> but don't quote me because I notoriously go back on things I say about <laughs> stuff like this, especially if I would ever sell something. I want you... You listening, not you, Emily, you listening (laughs) to think through, are there things you are talking to yourself about? Like whether it's just thoughts running through your head, words you say out loud, things you maybe even say to other people or say to your spouse or say to a friend about yourself that are just jaded and that you need to let go of or you need to redefine. And not only does it not matter, but it is holding you back from your potential. And that's the part I want to get really focused on. Right. The people having this debate are not the ones blowing up their business. The people blowing up their business are the ones focused on their client and end customer. They're not having this debate in a Facebook group.
1: Right. And I think this is a fine time for y'all to do an assessment on the things that you're doing in your business of like, if you woke up today and only did the things that you loved in your business, what mm-hmm. are those things? And I'm not saying you're going to be able to get everything you hate off of your plate like ASAP, but what are the things that are the cog in the wheel? And, and if you truly love everything that you do in your business, which some people do, what's the thing that's slowing down how you're getting paid? Right, so like for a lot of clients or a lot of uh, service-based providers, how, Abby, how many times has this happened to us? Not like necessarily of who we've hired, but just people we know, where we like work with someone or we know of someone who worked with someone or whatever small project status, and it takes forever for that person to bill us, or send us an invoice, or ask to get paid, or be like transparent about their prices, or change. I've had service providers. Or send a shipping notification when you may have shipped your thing and I never saw it shipped and I'm f- freaking frustrated over. <laughs> it's just there are cogs in your wheel that yeah. are preventing customer happiness, a project being complete, or you getting paid. And I think those are really prime opportunities for you to look at right now to see what can you free up in that aspect. Maybe it's getting Dipsato to automatically send invoices or payment reminders or Login details for the account where you're going to be sharing behind the scenes or photos or project process or whatever. I don't know what it is for you, but there's something that's like blocking up the system of your business and it needs some fiber. It needs some fiber. <laughs> you're constipated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think a perfect
0: example of this. So, we recently had Rachel Rogers on the show to talk about her new book, We Should All Be Millionaires. And there's a section in that book that specifically talks about where you should be spending your time. And We need to, I mean, I think you've all heard the phrase of like, what's your zone of genius? Mm -hmm. But there's also a bucket that I think a lot of people are stuck in. And it's what she refers to as your zone of competence, I believe, where you are actually decent at the thing you're doing. You can do it and have done it for a long time. And it's often the thing you were trained to do. Yeah. And this is where I was like, oh, oh <laughs> that's so funny. LOL. Because if you spent a lot of time, whether it was like learning a skill, going to school for this skill, taking classes around the skill
1: of thousands of dollars to be taught this skill and now you don't want to do it anymore? Well, but maybe you feel obligated to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think
0: that's the part where it's really frustrating because usually your zone of genius is not something you had to work so hard at.
1: Usually it's the thing that you like kind of can't teach to someone else how you do it, right? We're just like, oh, you have this unique way of selling or relating to customers or landing, whatever it is, right? And you're just like, yeah, I don't know how I even do that. I'm just like really naturally talented.
0: People are baffled by how many podcasts we have. And I will hands down tell them it's because I could do this with my hands
1: blindfolded every day for the rest of my life and not have a thing not to say anymore, right? Well, and what's even funny, and this is how I know it's it's truly like an exercise of fun for us, <laughs> because I recently looked at our podcast reviews to find sexy testimonies that we could give our social team to use, and of course, in there, there is a couple, like literally maybe three out of over almost three hundred reviews or something like that, that are like one or two star reviews, and so I was like, okay, what's this about? And I read them, and I literally just laughed. This job, this role right here, is so fun and easy for me that I kind of don't give a shit if anyone's listening. (laughs) Or I know, is that that is that bad that like I don't know. You want to hit hit record on this stupid conversation we want to have? Let's do it. And so, and I read them and just literally laughed. And I even screenshotted one and sent it to my best friend because I was like, "LOL, this person." And it's just funny to me. And so that, that tells me like, oh, I'm sitting in a good spot with this role.
0: <laughs> right. Where you like can't be talked out of you being good at it, if that makes sense. Whereas like, I feel like if you attacked my creativity as a designer, after I spent so many years doing it, right. so many years in school with it, the likelihood of you being able to tear me down right. and question my skill level... Right. It would be very easy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. In your zone of genius, you're like,
1: you almost so cocky, you can't be talked out of That's it. How I kind of feel with copywriting too, where I'm like, I don't want to do copywriting for anyone else. Cause some people have asked me, they're like, no, I don't want to do that. I have no interest in doing that. But I can whip up some copy for us and I freaking love it. And no one can talk to me about how bad it is because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's just natural. I think if you A, grab the
0: book. If you haven't already, go to bossproject.com slash Amazon. Grab her book. And I think there's a really great exercise in there for you to help assess. But once you've kind of figured it out, this isn't always an immediate thing. You can't do all of the delegation all at once. It took us years to get to the point where for the most part I'm All CFO, like I do that whole job, and then I'm kind of ops backup. Like I will approve things as necessary, I will backup launches as necessary, but that's not even really my full-time job. I'm just kind of like, don't miss this little detail so it doesn't fall through the cracks. Yeah. But to get to the point where that was the only things I was doing took years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we always say the easiest place to start is what can you automate, Yeah, right? So if you can look at that list of what's driving you nuts, what can you automate first? It's usually a software tool. And I'm pretty biased. There are definitely some tools that we recommend far and above other things we've seen out there because they're so effective. And so I just want to quickly go over a couple of my favorites. The first one I'll mention, if you're a service-based business owner and you have not checked out Dubsado, I don't. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I, literally, Emily and I will vouch.
1: Hands. Existed.
0: existed. If Dubsado existed, we wouldn't have the business we have today because we would still be doing services. Yep. Because they make it so simple. Yep. So if you want to give Dubsado a try, there's a free trial. It's good for your first three clients. So you can actually get paid. And then when you're ready, you can upgrade, which you're definitely going to want to do because it's just like a no brainer product. But you can get that at bossproject.com slash Dubsado. That's D-U-B-S-A-D-O. So the next tool I want to mention is actually one of our own. We've talked about it so many times. (laughs) But I think specifically, if you're struggling with marketing, design, creating client collateral, getting things approved, this is such a no brainer. Even if you're a designer, I don't even care if you're a designer, if this would help you get Get the job initially, worth it. So we started the Creative Template Shop last year, and it's really meant to amplify everything you're already doing and create your marketing in a really simple way. So you can get access to that at creativetemplateshop.com. We have, I think like over $10,000 worth of
1: templates included in our monthly membership, which is just and crazy. I would consider this automation adjacent. And the reason sure. why I say that is because as a member, you get instant access to the four new templates that we release every single month. And to me, the members who are making the most of how we've structured it are using the templates that we release in the next month as guidance on what they can work on next in their business to design, systematize, perfect, and push out marketing-wise. So it's going to assist you in yeah. that process, so but it's you're- not going to do it for you. Right. It's not going to do it for you, You, but... It's there to tell you this is what you should do. And so it's everything from we we do a Dubsado slash service-based slash client-related template every single month. So like you could perfect that part of your process bit by bit every month. And then the other templates are anything from email marketing to webinars to sales pages to Instagram graphics or stories Pinterest, Pinterest graphics, literally so many things. And so what you could do is say, okay, well, they're choosing to focus on email this month. Guess what? I can do that in my business this month too and use these templates to get this system organized and branded and then pick a different category the next month as we release a new set of templates.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's an incredible tool to like help you move forward. And frankly, if you're a service-based business, if you just had Dubsado and the template shop, You'd be golden. You would be so so golden. I definitely think there's other tools out there if you're looking to do something specific. And we've shared a lot of those resources on the blog. But if you just focus Mm -hmm. there, you're going to see so much traction because it's going to really allow you to focus on what you started your business to do in the first place, Yes. Yeah. which I think is so important. I'll just add before we wrap up to, I want to give you permission to also let some things stop, like drop, let them go entirely. You'd be so surprised how many things you do on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. That are completely unnecessary and you've talked to yourself into believing they are required for your success. Yep. I personally have experimented with what those things look like over time and sometimes one ball may drop and it doesn't mean you can't pick it back up. The last two weeks, I took off Instagram stories, right. and no one noticed right and it doesn't matter, and it didn't affect my pay, but it gave me the headspace to think about some future things for boss project that if I had just been posting on social all the time, I wouldn't had time to like think through. And I'm not saying it needs to be social for you, but like, is there something that you don't need to do at all
1: anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, reevaluate yourself. Your life, your business, your decisions that you're making. Get some stuff off your plate. If you want help brainstorming other ideas of what those could be, don't hesitate to reach out to us over on Instagram at Boss Project. Send us a DM. If you're going to dive into Dubsado or the Creative Template Shop, we would love to welcome you and celebrate you. So let us know if you chose to sign up for either of those things. Also, we're rooting for you. We're proud of you. Looking to elevate your brand
0: without the headache? Join the co-op